to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Here's your host, Steve Hudgens. Welcome back. I'm Steve. I'm a licensed professional therapist here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. With me is Julia, the co-host and a therapeutic coach. Together we talk about a variety of different subjects, or sometimes we interview other people to provide you with a different perspective about life and to help you to be a better you. To contact us, it's 918-280-08690 or coachsoul.com. These are two ways to contact us, not on an emergency basis, but to provide feedback, questions for upcoming shows. And if you'd like to be on the show, please use the contact page on the website. We would love to hear from you. Hey, welcome back. Julia, as always, it's good to see you. And especially, welcome back from the dead. Uh, Tis the season of gift giving and Mother Nature dealt you a blow. Mother Nature was very, very non-supportive during this process of healing. It, it took a few weeks. And you know, I got really, really silent, Steve. And for me, that's a big deal. And I went and hid in my female cave uh, with my stones and my meditation and all my yummy um, different essential oils and basically slept my life away. So um, I am back. And so this is the gift I don't recommend that we give to others. And so if you guys are sick, stay home. Just <laughs> That is true. We want to have a Merry Christmas and, you know, Merry Christmas to you because that's right around the corner. Oh, it is. Yes. You know, that's one of the things I want to kind of look at is Christmas traditions, giving, and what makes it so difficult for some of us to receive. I think the first thing is just realizing that we are, and that there's two lines of thought and I support both. I'm, I'm, I'm a receiver at heart. So I will take gifts in any form or fashion, as long as they're healthy and happy. Um, but one is where we, we gift because it's a celebration, birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, um, Christmas coming up, um, versus gifting, uh, from the heart and spontaneously when we see something that's a, an individual we care about, will enjoy, or we want to surprise uh, a special someone in our life. And um, especially around the holidays, I, you know, and you and I have talked about this in previous podcasts, we are looking at a time when um, there's a lot of individuals out there that have nowhere to go. They have no one to share the holidays with and um and they may get random gifts from strangers and i'm sure they're appreciated but man wouldn't it matter if we went and talked to some of these individuals and we just asked them what would you like today and we let their heart dictate what it is that they were going to receive i don't know it's just a random thought there and i just went oh my gosh i need to go do this thing i gotta go talk to some strangers so <laughs> well that's a gift in itself is communication Yes, it is. Yes, you know, it is. a lot of people don't know how to communicate. And especially when COVID hit, it created a social phobia, so to speak, of being trapped in our homes and things like that. And social distancing, mask, it did not help in our communication. You know, for me, I enjoy giving. I enjoy giving when it's just spontaneous giving. Sometimes there's pressure like Christmas. Oh my gosh, what am I going to get this person? Mm -hmm. Will they like it? Not like it? I think the hardest time of giving is on Valentine's Day. Oh. 
what do you get besides flowers and candy? You got to go outside the box. So one of the things that, that I've done in the past that I'm hoping to have a significant other and, you know, coming up February of 2023 is <laughs> experience. Yes. Yes. I enjoy the experience of giving instead of doing a, a chocolate or some flowers here. You know, what, um, what do you think about giving as an experience and not just material things? Oh, oh, well, the gift becomes the experience that we're creating. And I am very, very proactive. I think that when, when it comes to the idea that we have experiences together with our special someone, uh, whether it's here or, you know, our children or our parents or our significant other, whatever that may be, these if we build an experience around strengthening that relationship whatever that relationship is, that the gift in itself is the building, the feeding of that relationship. And I, I think that at any point today, since we are a society that tends to be more materialistic, that the experience is something that they're going to remember for a lot longer. It's going to get used. It's not going to be set aside. You know, I, let me just put it this way. I've received gift cards before that are probably still sitting in my purse almost a year later because I forget that they're there. Not only that, I probably don't remember who gave them to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whereas um, if I sit down with somebody and they say, you know what, um, I want to take you to this. There's a restaurant in town that I want to go to. I didn't even know it existed until like three days ago. It's about $400 a plate. And mm -hmm. I'm just telling you right now, if I was given that experience with a significant other, do you think I'm going to forget that experience? Probably not. Okay. I am a, you know, $10, $20 max type mill girl um, that I'm going to remember the experience of sitting down with someone that I care about, knowing that they're investing in this, this relationship, that there is a certain value in this experience. But it doesn't even have to be that, Steve. And I know I'm, I'm kind of talking here because I've been in the silent mode for a long time. So y'all going to have to deal with this is um, is just realizing that I would feel the same way if the experience was built around a fire pit outside and a, a park somewhere in the mountains by a lake. Um, and we're having a well-planned picnic with my significant other. So it's not about the dollar signs. It's about that ex relationship building that I'm having with this person. So it's funny that you mentioned that because I was doing a couples therapy this week and this exact same thing popped up. You know, he's a, a functioning alcoholic that's causing a disruption in the marriage. And one of the things is that he was saying is I can just be able to buy her things and she's okay. And I'm like, women are not about the buying of gifts. It's the actions and behaviors that are consistent in a healthy manner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the experience, as you say. And that's the reason why sometimes I enjoy um, Valentine's Day. I've done a carriage ride. Mm -hmm. uh, or doing a small getaway somewhere or a nice restaurant. Uh, there's an Italian restaurant that you have to have reservations in advance. Yeah, it might be walking around about 150 bucks, 
or, or more on on Valentine's Day in an Italian restaurant, that's not bad. But it's not about the money. It's mm -hmm. about the experience and how do you create this ambiance about it. And so I'm pretty sneaky when it comes to my relationships and what I like to do and <laughs> what to give. Uh, it's just how I am and how I operate. It's that INFJ personality of that 1% of the population. <laughs> I do have that extroversion that comes into play. But as far as our personalities, we're very romantic type people. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and the benefits of giving, uh, we don't realize what it does because the brain secretes like a feel-good chemical. Yes. Serotonin. It regulates your mood. Uh, the dopamine. dopamine. Uh -huh. Yep. Sense of pleasure. And then you have the uh, oxytocin. Yes. <laughs> which creates a sense of ox uh, connection with others. And when you think about what are the benefits of giving, it lowers your blood pressure. People who volunteer or give more tend to live longer than those who don't. Mm -hmm. um, there's less stress. It reduces your levels of cortisol. And it also kind of gives you a what they call a helper's high. It boosts that self-esteem, elevates the happiness, and it combats feelings of depression. Well, and it's so interesting that you bring that up because I think you and I were kind of just deciding, brainstorming on, on talking about this topic the other day. And, um, and I brought up the discussion that um, there is a whole science uh, surrounding the idea that giving is actually very selfish, that it's not all, all, uh, all uh, oh my gosh, let's see if I can say the word, altruistic. There we go. And my tongue worked today. Yes. <laughs> um, and as we tend to think that it is, because it has so many internal, intrinsic um, um, aspects within our own bodies, it is, it is the site. There's, there's research studies that are going on right now to ask the question is gifting actually for the other person, or is it because it just simply feels really good to us, uh, the, the giver. And uh, so what are your thoughts on that? You know, I think it depends on, on the giving. Uh, like you said, sometimes it can be a selfish motive. Like for example, organizations like to give for a tax write-off. What I found interesting this year, uh, November 22nd of this year, there was a report that came out by giving to foundations rose by 3.4%, which equated to $90.8 billion, while giving by corporations saw the highest increase of 23.8% to 21% billion in 2021. Hmm. So it's interesting that you bring that up that what is the whole purpose of giving? One of the things that I've always enjoyed about giving is the 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 facial expression. Yes. <clears throat> you know, I in the times past with some of my uh, people that I've dated, they're like, oh, my gosh, how did you know? I'm just observant and, you and listen. I, and I listen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so part of that giving is the surprise factor for me. It's not so much that I, I, I just want to give out of selfish motive, 
the giving for me is just the pleasure of giving and seeing, you know, you talk about the homeless and stuff. And I usually don't like talking about things that I've done, but here's, here's where I go with giving being part of the spontaneous heart. Okay. It's not that I want to brag that this has nothing to do about bragging. In fact, I'm having difficulty in kind of sharing here. When I was going to Liberty University, I had to do a residency. And so I drove from Tulsa, Oklahoma, stayed the night in Nashville, and got into Lynchburg, Virginia. And I stayed there at a hotel, which was discounted to students, and you got a breakfast every morning. Every morning, the same elderly lady would wait on me great conversations sometimes, you know, and it was a Friday and I'm walking in and she usually waits on me, but she was sitting at a table with a young lady. She was another waitress and the young lady waitress was crying and that moves me. And especially when women cry, that moves me. And I overheard the conversation while I'm up at the buffet getting um, my eggs and things like that. And then I would wait on her to serve me the coffee. And I overheard the conversation that her husband lost her job. She's in school. She's trying to make things go through. She doesn't have the money to buy books and her tuition so she was struggling and i heard the amount of money that she needed for her books i sit down and i've got this burning sensation going on in my heart i felt my pocket i had the exact amount that she needed in my pocket and i asked the elderly I said, I'm sorry for overhearing the conversation. What was going on? She told me a snippet of it. So I methodically waited for the young waitress because she wasn't waiting on me to come back in. And as I was getting ready to leave, I already had the money in my hand. I went up to her and I shook her hand and I said, don't ask. I apologize for overhearing your conversation, but I wanted to bless you with this gift that you're needing. And I walked out. I don't know what the impact was. But just knowing that I was able to help someone moved me. And so when I think about gift giving, it it really needs to come from the heart. And I could see where we're moving away from materialism and gaining the experience. I would love to uh, experience with someone uh, a gift of, I don't know, a hayride, just going to the Rama, going yeah. to the lights. My daughter is coming up. I'm excited about spending some time with her for Christmas. We're going to go walk the lights. My grandson's three years old, and I can't wait to see his expression of all the lights and especially seeing Santa. <laughs> That's beautiful, Steve. That's beautiful. Well, I can I can tell you that on that particular server that um, 
that the gift you gave her would, it touched her life. And it was the answer that she needed that day. I have been the recipient. Um, there was times in my young children's lives, because I, I think that it's not just a matter of the giver giving. We as recipients ha have to be open and humble enough to receive. And I remember I had just had a, um, a shoulder surgery and a knee surgery. Um, I had fallen off of a, uh, a boulder and injured myself. And um, my kids were kind of young. And so we're in, I don't know what store, but I'll just say Walmart just because who knows. And it, here it is. It's um, Christmas Eve. And um and the kids are with me. Lee, my belated husband, was with me. And he's trying to get me through the lane. And the kids are probably going in 20, 30 different directions. We had five of them. So it's like counting, counting little ducks in a row or something like that. And there was a, a gentleman in front of us. And um, I don't remember the conversations that the kids had or anything like that. But I'm pretty sure that we it was probably a pretty poverty-stricken um, Christmas. I mean, we were, and, and at the ability to shop, which would have fallen more on me, probably was not present. And, um, and uh, the guy in front of us not only paid for the groceries and the couple of things that the kids had, but he handed Lee, um, I don't know how much cash or anything like that, but it was enough for us to be able to do Christmas. And we went the day after because there's a lot of cells going on and stuff like that. This is a random stranger that just took compassion upon the situation. And, um, and, and so for me, it's just, uh, it's, I, I think it just touches the heart in a way when it's so spontaneous mm -hmm. and I'm never going to know who that person is, you know, maybe in the afterlife or something like that, but here on this earth, I'll never know who it is. Wouldn't remember them anyway. Um, but I also remember a time, uh, when I was younger, I was probably about eight years old and our family was very poor. I mean, we would, and my mom, uh, would take us, um, in places to gather, um, tin can, I mean, aluminum cans. I don't know if you ever had to do that or not, but, um, we would, um, every aluminum can or piece of aluminum would go in a bag and you'd take it to the recycle because that meant you might eat that week or you might not. And we're on the side of my little brother and I, my mom, um, on the side of an expressway picking up aluminum cans. Cause back in that time, I mean, I am, you know, 51 years old. So back in the day, <laughs> people littered and didn't get in trouble for it for the most part. So on the side of the road, you'd find a lot of aluminum cans and we're picking them up, putting them in the bag. And for us, it's just a game. It's just what we knew. And this black limousine pulls up on the side of the road, calls me to the car. Now my mom was right there. Okay. Never saw the person on the inside. They rolled down their window, probably about three inches and handed us several hundred dollars hmm. and, and then drove away. Never know who that person was. Never. I mean, anything. Um, that was a lot of money for our family. That was a lot of money. It makes me tear my eyes. I'm like, don't mess up your makeup, Julia. You got an appointment afterwards, but it, um, to that person based just on the, based on the car. I mean, I won't know. I don't know their story, so I don't want to be too judgmental. That was probably not much 
to our family, we ate probably for a month off of that food, you know, off the, the that money. And so it, we, we have to be, I think that there is a certain caution that comes in, um, when, when we, when we look at another person's life, not as, gosh, I'm so teary eyed right now. Um, cautious about making assumptions of what it might look like for the other person. Mm -hmm. But I can say this, that as a receiver, that there is a certain, there's a certain softness, a humility, um, a kindness that touches the receiver's heart. And especially I think when it's a spontaneous gift of giving, in other words, it's not planned around a holiday. It's not planned around a celebration. It is just I was told to do it and here I am, I'm following through. I've done that before, you know, uh, randomly just walked up to an individual and said, I, I don't know why I'm being prompted to do what I'm fixing to do, mm-hmm. but I was told to do it. So here I'm giving you this, hopefully it has meaning to you. And then I walk away. Um, it's, we have these opportunities and I guarantee you that whether we're in the receiving mode or we're in gifting mode, the giver mode, that, um, then we do when we do it from the heart, when we do it from our soul calling, that no matter what the uh, the way the recipient is looking at it, there there is still the I think it's a Christ gift. I think it is being the hands and feet of Christ when we do that thing. So, and what is Christmas really about? It's celebrating our Savior. So, yeah, and when you think about that, even as a faith based person, I read where you entertain angels unaware Mm -hmm. and i remember the story that my dad he was growing up on the on a farm in west texas i mean it is flat as flat as you can be in west texas area and i remember a story they were ready they were fixing to go to church and this they hear the knock of the door on a farmhouse so they open it and this guy says i would like to have something to eat so they fed him breakfast and sent him on his way and by this time they're they're heading out in their car to go to church they don't know where the guy went he just disappeared and i'm like maybe that was an angel i don't know but it's a fascinating story that my dad told me that you know you should be able to but even as a receiver we have difficulty in receiving and let's kind of talk a little bit about that. We get about three minutes left, Mm -hmm. but sometimes people, I mean, even myself, I have a hard time of receiving a gift or somebody doing something for me. And it's not that I'm prideful. It's just that difficulty that I've always been the giver. I've always been the one. And there's in, um, an article that talks about the difficulty. Like sometimes people have a a difficulty because it's a self-imposed pressure to reciprocate. Some people think, well, okay, you're giving to me. So what's the catch? Some people, you know, it's, it's hard to let go of some control and being able to be waited on, being vulnerable. I think that's the biggest piece is being vulnerable. And what do you think about, you know, you were sharing your story about receiving. I've been the giver. I have received things. And 
I think the biggest gift I've ever received was the cancer. Not saying that was a gift that I had, but it was a military service connected cancer. It's eradicated. It won't come back. But because of the veteran status, it put me into a hundred percent disability and it wiped away my student loans for my licensure. And here I am, the hospital that I was working for closed. And I'm like, how am I going to make my house payment? How am I going to make my student loan payment? How am I going to do? And that was the biggest thing that was hard for me to receive. So I exponentially give more now because what was given to me. Mm. And so whether it's giving or receiving, it's a relationship. It is. And that's one of the thing, you know, Julia, is that I appreciate our relationship that we have this give and take between us. Yes. Yes, you have a significant other, and I think that's great. You can enjoy that family. Maybe that's what I need a gift this year. Have a significant other I'll talk pop to in Santa my life. For you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I don't feel comfortable sitting on his lap. Okay. <laughs> Either way, we appreciate our listeners listening. Thank you so much for. The, the gift that you give to us and being able to recognize that we're humans, we're traveling through life, this journey, and it's really beneficial to be able to have a partner uh, to be able to help you walk through this life. Julia, it's been a pleasure. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Steve. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then... Be safe and be kind.